0: With about 60,000 tracks uploaded daily on Spotify alone, it's easy for anyone to get lost in the mix. So let's try to reverse the odds of being found. My guests are from the creative and business side of the music scene. We talk about what inspires them, their process, and the practical steps they've been taking to get noticed. I'm Saina, your host. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello, and this is another episode of Lost in the Mix. For this episode, I talk to Wensi Calderton, also known as WMC. Wensi drops a good few gems with some technical advice on production, marketing, and songwriting. He studied business and accounting and currently runs a couple Spotify playlists alongside dropping his own music. So here's our conversation. Hey, Wensi, how are you doing today?
1: Doing very good. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, good. I'm a little bit tired. It's the end of the day. I know that you are out in New York, so five o'clock for you.
1: Yes, I just finished work. It's actually five fifteen, but yeah. I was like, I'm like five hours behind you. It was pretty good.
0: Yeah, let's just jump to the questions. First of all, how's how's music been? How's your latest single? I'm loving losing you.
1: It's been it's been amazing. Um, things that have happened with that release. Is like what wasn't really foreseeable. Like I, w- I didn't think I would get what is it sixty thousand streams or whatever it has yeah. in the month and a half of its release. But you know, it's definitely something to marvel at in the sense of like when when you put the work in. Not not only for the production side of things and um, the writing of side of, side of things, but also uh, for the marketing side of things. Like, or or even connections. If you have connections to so playlists or whatever, you know, is th- that is needed um you know things can really change so you know I feel like you're only as big as as who you know or your connections
0: yeah that's very true yeah and so did you produce uh the track yourself
1: I did everything uh besides making the beat okay. <laughs> like um, a lot of people tell me that since you're so good at mixing and mastering and this and that like you should just make your own beats and I was like nah making beats <laughs> is a whole different art within it itself that should be respected like especially how picky i am with beats i don't know if you're like that but it seems like you are as well because like
0: yeah we have have
1: similar tastes with beats (laughs) so i know it's like it's hard to like choose one but yeah
0: yeah well it's a good pick i really liked it thank you let's go back to how it all started um do you play any instruments did you study or did you just throw yourself in there wow
1: amazing question um (laughs) It was actually a mixture of both. Uh, like my mom, okay, I have a twin brother. My mom has a twin sister.
0: Oh, wow. And, that's amazing.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, thanks. And like they they started off singing when they were younger, but then they had us, me, or should I say, Um, they both started off singing. Then my mom had me, my twin brother, big brother, big sister, like all of us. Um, and it, it was like a hectic time for her to like keep uh, pursuing her passion in music. So she kind of had to put it on the back burner and focus on us. So growing up, being around music, I kind of just fell in love with just music theory in general. So I started just like making beats in the lunchroom. You know, you make beats and you rap, whatever, you just laugh, whatever. And that's um, and then when I was like 12 or 13, um, after making beats so many times and saying little bars here and there, I was like, hey, I should just start writing some things down, and you know, maybe like what goes with beats? Rap. So why don't I just start to get more into writing raps instead of just freestyling? And over time, it just grew this natural want to be in the music, not just because my mom was in it, but more of like, I took my own time to really get around it, you know? Because when you're young, you want to see what you may may be talented um, at, why God has placed you on this earth. Sometimes it takes time to find that, you know, true passion.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I guess if you start from so young it just it feels natural it's not forced it's not like I need to find my career it's just something you love and you just
1: yeah yeah it's like that. it's like it's like one of those things that you enjoy doing and then over time it just becomes something more serious for you yeah. as you start seeing the potential in it you know because when you're young you play a little basketball a little this a little that and then over time you start figuring out like hey wait hmm I picked up I, I just picked up a hockey stick the first time and I'm very good at this i may want to you know start pursuing this and then you, by, by the time you know it, you're the next wayne gretzky or whatever you know so
0: definitely yeah yeah and were you always singing or were you mostly rapping
1: um i started off rapping um hence like how how like how i came up with my name wmc so the, the, the w stands for my first name wendy and the c stands for calderon and the m Everyone asked me, well, how about the M? I'm like, I don't <laughs> really know because I started off rapping. So it was just Wednesday MC, like an MC, a okay. microphone controller. I thought it was your middle name. <laughs> no, I, a lot of people think that. They think, oh, Wednesday makes cash or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just graduated college. I'm not making that much cash. Like, relax. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um started off rapping and then I had to look at myself in the mirror and kind of just... Be honest with myself, and I feel like many a lot of artists should do this as well look at look at yourself in the mirror and be honest with yourself as to um, not only your writing ability but your flow and cadence if you notice um I feel like the most important thing beyond flow and and what you write is is a cadence, believe it or not because you could write some fire shit and if you don't have the right cadence i don't want to hear it <laughs> if, like, like i don't know this is, a lot of people agree with that, which is crazy like um I remember recently I was in uh I was supporting one of my friends. Um, her name is Natalie, she's an artist, she's very dope. Um, and she was going uh she was going up against uh some boom bat type of rapper. And um the the two judges in the finals that were judging her and him was uh Shaquille O'Neal and DJ Premier. Now now her music is more Billie Eilish and you know, kinda house music or more like dubstep, and then his music was more boom bat. So uh, Shaquille went on uh, her side because that's what he likes, you know, Sha- Shaquille um, tends to DJ here and there, you know, that's his uh, hobby or his passion besides basketball, and DJ Premier is more boom-bat, he's more, like, uh, cultured with the rap, so obviously he was, in, he was filling her a little bit, but obviously he has to go with what he knows, which is a boom-bat so that was in- that was very interesting to see because Shaq came out and started saying, like, hey, you know, he sounds good and all, but it's just, like, the cadence is not, it's just, it's just not there you know, and I'm gonna have to go with Natalie because she makes her beats. It, it goes hard, this and that, you know. Which is an, another thing many artists don't do, like make their own beats, which is super tough. So if if you do that, you know, hats off to you because I can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can play the piano, but <laughs> okay. I
0: All right, so you play the piano.
1: Yeah, yeah, play the piano. Um, my twin brother plays the um, electric guitar and the regular, and the regular guitar. Hmm. So I tend to like sing with him sometimes. So
0: do you guys work together?
1: that's that's something that we wanted to like come to in a way because like you know he plays the guitar very well now after a couple months of just practicing and learning and I feel you know as we just chill in the room and you know sometimes when when he'll come over and just make fire ass like chords or should I say he'll make fire chords and and then I'll just drop some lyrics Um, you know I think um, the way it works I feel like my mind's all over the place because like so much I want to say and there's so many and there's only so much time but I'll put it like this because I feel like it's important to drop some gems as I'm going through through the story but so me my twin brother will be working on music right or just or should I say he'll be just playing his his guitar now the way I go about making music and and um I think Charlie Poof does this as well and many other artists but they may not say it is um first be beyond the melody of, of the hook because you know the hook is one of the most important things of, of the track the hook is not ringing who wants to hear it but um Beyond that, the topic, the topic, because many artists tend to make songs about the same shit on and on and on on, about either girl leaving him this and that or or love Mm. or lust or some bullshit. So like sometimes I'll be like, he'll be like, yo, I made these beautiful chords. Make a song about growing old with with a girl or something. So I, I made a song like, will you love me when I'm old? Take me far, I'll go. I mean, right now my voice kind of off. So I'm not about to, about to sing <laughs> the shit, but if you guys want to show not, nah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> but yeah, I started making some lyrics. I was like, would you love me when I'm old? Take me far, I'll go. Your body's like go tonight. And then I said something else. And it was like, oh, this shit is hitting. Now the question is, how do we put it on on a track? And then that's where, you know, my uh, skills with the uh, digital audio workstation Pro Tools. Come yeah.
0: In handy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. The topic is so important. Um, having this specific topic that and then with that using imagery and things like that where people can really attach to the to the scenario because there's just so much general, vague shit out there, you know? It's just all like Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's, yeah, everyone can relate to it, but it's like it doesn't really touch, you know.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like a double edged sword because it's like well, I do love like for instance for you. Uh, while, while I do love your second song. I do love the first one, alive, so much. Oh, even though you even though you did have a song before that, but I'm referencing alive and the other song you dropped. So it's like I do understand maybe alive was more commercial. I think you said it on um, yeah. I forgot where exactly, but um maybe one of your posts or something. But yeah, like I don't know. Ironically enough, it's like I want to like I want to not really agree with you, but more of like like I want to like the other one better but it's just alive just it just goes like sometimes you need <laughs> just a banger you know just well, a quick no, of little course.
0: yeah like, on the <laughs> other side there's always this, like you know the argument that sometimes it is just good to throw out a vibe yeah. do you know what i mean and sometimes cuz with that yeah i wasn't going deep into the lyrics like yeah i i like my lyrics but you know they i wasn't a deep song you know so mm-hmm. um it's that kind of, yeah, you know, it, there's two sides in there. If, I mean, I guess it's more that if you want to have something to say in a certain song, then obviously it's good to have the really specific topics.
1: Yeah. And I, ironically enough, that's what um, kind of pushed me away from, from rap. I, I don't know. I kind of just saw the boom bad or more like conscious type of rap. It was just, I just saw it on on a, on a decline. Mm. You know, kind of like now that I'm in marketing, I, I work for a marketing agency and, and I also do my own music marketing um like you you start to notice new um areas of marketing that are, are arising you know new areas of marketing i mean i don't know if i could really say them like that cuz you know some things are confidential but you know you start noticing new areas of marketing that are rising, you're like, oh shit, this is something I want to hop on. Kind of like Bitcoin, you know, or, or Ethereum. I kind of just hopped on those things early, so I'm able to reap the benefits as yeah, you know, yeah. the boat goes up and down. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure. This <laughs> is a yeah. whole other
1: conversation, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started off WMC rapping, and then it just wasn't hitting the cadence a little off because you got to be this hood nigga, this and that. You got to yeah, have yeah. this fucking <laughs> grit. But uh, yeah, and I'm actually from Brooklyn. But yeah, for those who don't mm-hmm.
0: know, okay, yeah. No, I was gonna um, ask you if you've always been uh, in New York.
1: Yeah, most of my life. Yeah. Mo- moved around Pennsylvania, Bronx, uh, Brooklyn.
0: What's the uh, music like, scene like there? Yeah.
1: Um, in Pennsylvania, like around Allentown, I used to live in Allentown. I mean, it's kind of like a small city, so it's not too good over there. But as far as the Bronx, uh, which is a birthplace of hip hop, and Brooklyn, <laughs> historical moments there, you know, P. Diddy, uh, Jay-Z, um, Biggie, Smalls. Like, furthermore, it's just it's historical things that happen here. That's That's one of the main reasons I don't want to move but um but to piggyback off what i said earlier so i started off rapping and then over time i saw it just i saw rap just decline and the interest wasn't there no more like the pe- people were kind of yearning for um for something new kind of like when nirvana i'm not sure if you know who nirvana is but yeah. when nirvana first came out they made the, like this weird alternative grunge type of um rock music that just took the whole industry by storm, because people weren't really like realizing or or that like like they they weren't really accustomed to hearing that type of rock music, you know. So I feel like rap kind of needed needed that change from, like for instance, if you hear Lil Baby, you would be like, yo, he's going off, but he's not really saying much. But it, just the flow makes you think he's going off, like yeah. like as if he's one of the best rappers out there. <laughs> when in real life, the, a conscious rapper is probably the best rapper out there. But we don't know that because the dude is not famous. You, you, you see where I'm going? Like, there's only so many conscious rappers that are up there. Jay Cole, Kendrick Lamar, that's it.
0: Like, yeah. You
1: know. So I I figured stepping into contemporary R&B, and then I just found my home there. Like just contemporary Afrobeat, and just going off that vibe.
0: Do you still rap in some of any the tracks?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, so I have you can mix like, it up. yeah. Ironically enough, like why I did leave, um, it was kind of supposed to be like a short leave. Um, uh, like, like for instance, when you're working, you're taking a maternity leave or whatever. It was supposed to be like one of those short leaves, a couple months, whatever. You know, just to get my my cadence and my flow right, because I felt like I sounded like like not credible. You know what I'm saying? Like pop smoke. The main reason pop smoke pop smoke made it is because he just sounded so fucking credible, and his voice was so deep. It was, it was crazy. Like like you'll believe every word he's saying, even if it's just he's not really saying shit. You know, not saying he's not, but you know, like people just go crazy. So I figured um, I had a higher voice back then, so I was like, yo, let me step away from this, sing a little bit, find my vibe and then start gradually adding the rap back on like little flows just to switch it up, you know, spice it up a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, definitely. A quick little note from me, I released my debut EP Light and Dark recently on all streaming platforms. This project has been in the making for a couple years now and any support would be much appreciated. So make sure to go check it out after this episode. We actually got in touch through SubmitHub uh, and I was submitting a live to your playlist. Um, And then obviously that works hand in hand with your marketing and then your marketing Mm -hmm. for your own music. Uh, So take me through like when you got started and how that's going. And then obviously tell me a bit about your marketing for music.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm going to start um, from 2020 uh, around May when quarantine really, really got bad. You know, we're all just like inside doing shit because that's where like it all really like um, started. Like that. that's that's when the avalanche started building, you know, started like gaining its, its momentum. But um, let me also drop some uh, little gems there for those <laughs> who are listening. Um, actually, let me just drop a random gem. Fuck it. Just like, like some beer candy. Just to keep people in the edge in the edge <laughs> of their seats. Okay, so for marketing, I use a mixture of Facebook ads, Spotify ads, and if you have a TikTok, um a TikTok account, utilize that shit because TikTok is the next YouTube. That's yeah, all I'm gonna say.
0: It is um, not
1: Yeah. Also get HBO Max. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> are you but uh,
1: <laughs> But um yeah, so twenty twenty um May I was sitting at home and I just didn't know what to do. I'm like, yo, the music's not going nowhere. It's, it's bullshit. I'm not really, I don't know how to record, make some mastermind tracks. The studios are not even open. What the hell am I going to do? After a couple of days, you know, um, I forgot what, what, what kind of check came, but basically when I was going, going uh, when I was going to college, I would get, um, financial aid, but, excess financial aid to the point where they're paying me to go to school They're giving me extra a few thousand that i'm not even using so i used that i ended up investing that money into uh, studio equipment i bought this computer um which now it's a little iffy <laughs> <laughs> and then i bought <laughs> my nt1 uh my nt1a road that i see in many podcasts and you know a couple other things i bought the pro Tools software all that stuff now a lot of my family members were like yo what the hell are you doing like you wasted all this money on all this software engineering stuff and you don't even know how to do this. How are you going to learn? You're going to go, they're going to have to buy one of these expensive classes. Now I just, I literally looked at them and I was like, Hey, like I'm, just, I'm, I'm going to look at a couple YouTube videos. I'm going to figure it out. Um, also when I was in, when I was going to community college in, in the Bronx, um, for the first year and a half, I was uh, in, I was t- basically my major was digital music. So I had some type of knowledge of Pro Tools, like some quick like maneuvering or how to drag tracks and stuff. So that so that kind of helped me with the you know like telling me yo you can actually do this if you try. Now when I got in there, it was it was rocky. If you go back to one of my songs, which song? Uh, Young Love. That was one of the first. I think that was one of the first songs I recorded on uh in my in my Pro Tools, and it was just I mean it was all right vocal wise, but the mixing was fucking horrible yeah you know but Did you, you mix start it all somewhere
0: yourself?
1: yeah i mix and master it all myself i think wow. i even try to <laughs> fucking plug it into e e-master trying to get yeah. a quick little cheap master honestly <laughs> whoever does that shit i do not recommend it all right do not use no <laughs> e-master no fucking lander none of that none of that because at the end of the day you want to um like now the way i master i kind of just um control equals uh to get um, a a clear look and, and if you will, you can also put it on your um, monitor as well. Uh, control equals if you're on Pro Tools, and then just get a, a, a grand look at um, all all the knobs and just understand um, the um, how how tracks are routed into uh, uh, delays or reverbs or um, or should I say how your verses are routed into like the main vocal track, the parallel compression. Just maneuver and just touch a couple of those things, even if you don't know shit, right? Just literally hop on there. Um, control equals and then just look around and just try to level things out all all mixing is is really just leveling sounds mm, and yeah. and because remember everyone has their own way of mixing Drake mixes his vocals different from uh Taylor Swift so it's kind of like develop this mixing recipe that works best for your voice so yeah, for yeah. me I know I know I have a lot of deep a lot, a lot of like deep fucking vo- vocals I don't know I have deep ass vocals like Drake type vocals so I figured um, to help my mixing when I was struggling to buy a Drake template. And that's and that's when I learned about parallel compression and all this more rigorous uh, type of, um, not patchwork, but more like rigorous type of, uh, you know, mixing. Um, And then that's when I kind of developed my own sauce. So I kind of uh, lowered the auto-tune a little bit to help me get, you know, work on my voice more. It's, just a, it's a bunch of shit, honestly. I can go on yeah, for days. Yeah, obviously
0: everyone I, has their own preference on how their yeah, voice yeah, wants uh, to sound, Yeah. yeah.
1: And another good thing, um, like a, a main person I, I look up to besides Drake is Charlie Poof because he's so good at just creating music and using um, his space. Like his new song, Light Switch, dude just literally just flipped a switch on like his studio and put it in Pro Tools. And he uses Pro Tools just like me, which is crazy. And the way he layers vocals, it teaches me shit. Like the way I layer vocals, I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone does this, but um, if you're if you're gonna be lazy and use the, and use the the, the same exact um, uh, vocal track, just duplicate it, it. That usually doesn't sound good because obviously it gives a a, a muffled type hook. of sound. Y- yeah, yeah. Uh, or or even certain parts because some artists like to like double certain parts to give it more energy. But um, one thing I do, I kind of just pan one side left, one side right. Yeah. Um, and then do like two or three variations of the pan uh, left, and two or three variations of the pan right. You see, so they're all different. So basically, because, you know, um, some people tend to uh, drag, like, let's say you have identical tracks um, and you want to, like, layer. um, You can't really do it too much with identical tracks because it just gives this weird, like... um, non-polar sound because they're literally on top of each other perfectly yeah 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 so people do this cheap shit where they just drag it a little ahead of the other one so it feels like it's different and it doesn't make it
0: yeah just just (laughs) literally record
1: trust me if you just take your time and record and I, i think you did it somehow in your song as well on certain parts you had like some layering effects there so yeah if you just have three um uh pan to the left three vocals pan to the left three pan to the right right um, or, you, or you could even add more, but that's more for like pop or whatever type of sound you want to go for.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then you get this nice and, and and even and even one cutting through the middle, just one main strong vocal and then three to the left, three to the right. I guarantee you, your freaking speakers are going to be just like talking to you. And then, yeah, and then you can even use, a
0: difference, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then even um, you can even use this like panning type of plugin where it starts moving left to right slowly, you know? It's just like 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 just little tips, little yeah, people, little know?
0: things that you don't you don't notice. I mean, because the thing is, I don't I don't mix myself. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, like I have like a template for my vocals, and I do like a rough kind of you know I'll pan left. Do wait double. wait
1: wait wait wait. What is it, Georgia Smith type vibes type of template?
0: No, no. It's just um, <laughs> it's just waves. It's, I use waves, so I've just okay. got like a few that are already on there. That I just use as a template that just makes my sa- voice sound like what it needs to sound. Basically, just literally a bit of reverb and compressor. That's literally all it is. But um, I leave that mixing to the mixer. But those little <laughs> subtle differences, they, they do they do definitely make a difference.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly to really drive this point home for whoever's listening to this, whoever's fortunate enough to, to be here and listen, but or even after when you post this, but um, there's different components of music, right? There's the music creation, um, and in, in the sense of, uh, writing, um, you know, picking the right beat, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get into beat making, I'm more getting into like the music creation, music mi- mixing and mastering, um, and then, um, the music business slash which marketing is in, is in that, right? Um, so music creation, uh, we all know that process, you pick the right beat, you start, uh, Creating some melodies, some flows, lyrics, et cetera. Then the music production, uh, you go into the mixing and mastering, um, also the cleaning up the vocals, make sure there's no snap crackle pops in there. <laughs> um and then the business part, okay, so like while an artist can learn the production side of it, which which is what I even learned. So I'm I'm proving to people like, hey, you can learn this shit. I learned it twenty twenty and I became very good at like twenty uh in, in a year in a year roughly. I mean, if I would have done it more, because I was living in, in a basement with my twin brother, I would have been able to easily been amazing at it in like six months. But obviously, living in a basement, it, a bunch of other circumstances was kind of tough to like record yeah. every day. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So while an artist can learn the um, production side of things, even though it is hard, but you can learn that. The business part of things is the most important. Is the more most important in music? Mm, a lot yeah. of artists don't know don't know where the fuck their money's coming from how it's getting there or how much is being taken out for taxes yeah i
0: know that's the thing because we're yeah. also creative and so we like have well a lot of us have no clue about business and sadly mm. that is very very important because if you haven't got the right approach then no one can hear it basically
1: exactly exactly like like for me um i was lucky enough to graduate with um, business administration so it helps me like manage business a little bit mm-hmm. but then also a minor in accounting which helps me with the financial um to a certain extent in which i uh, pushed forward by investing in a financial calculator so i can you know just compute different things like um interest rate uh present value future value payments on that certain number of, of you know quarterly payments just a bunch of other shit but um Not only that, but also my concentration in marketing. So I had like a kind of hefty type of degree where it's like business administration, minor in accounting and concentration in marketing and advertising.
0: Yeah. Tell me about the marketing then.
1: So, um, okay, as far as music marketing, so besides knowing how much money you're getting... I feel I actually now now that I think of it, music marketing is more important than that because if you don't if you don't market your music the right way, you don't even have money to look at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't even have to worry. What 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 the fuck is one dollar split into in, into four? You you <laughs> uh, what? An artist nowadays what takes home twenty five percent I think or less. <laughs> especially if you, especially if, especially if you have a producer, taking what fucking sixty percent of the beat.
0: mm Yeah. I and mean, then, I guess, yeah. it yeah. Depends, is not it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it just gets tedious it gets fucking crazy just the way people have hands and then the label has to get their cut they have to get their cut yeah i don't know i feel like i'm just shunning on labels now i'm just talking shit about labels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i am independent um i oversee everything i do with 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 the marketing um my play, my playlist connections um, um recording mixing and mastering um the creation of it the melodies all that stuff the writing yeah I do, you I do said actually
0: that you run, I know Facebook ads, but you said you run Spotify ads. I didn't know they had ads on Spotify.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, it's not the best. I'm mainly Facebook ads. So I just, I just threw the Spotify ads there because um, like in the future, it may get much better to where it's more feasible to be put in like a type of uh, media plan for a song or release plan. But I mean it's it's not bad they do have this certain feature where um you can lock out the home screen in the sense of like when someone uh i i how does it work they basically the people who follow you or or that are aware of your release radar or something like that it, it end, like your new song ends up coming up on their f- first page when they enter the site literally just okay. blocks everything they have right. to bypass it so that's like a good feature, I guess. Whatever, I tried it; it's not bad at all. But Facebook ads is my bread and butter. I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm giving it to you guys, but I'm giving it. Um, also, for the fact that it's like it's not one of those things where like I'm just like, hey, you you can you can try this, and uh, and then once you go try it, it's it's a bunch of loopholes and it's fucking tough as hell to start. Honestly, before it was tough because um, uh, you know how ios um uh iphone ha- or apple um gets along with facebook they or just say they don't get along like they have this certain type of freaking problem that, for years as apple is known to uh breach um you know privacy terms in the sense of um taking too much data on us you know you know do you, you remember the scandals with apple like they would just take too much information about us literally track too much shit about us um yeah a bunch of shit but now there's but, like a
0: block isn't there, on the new ios there's like a block of track you're like well yeah yeah, yeah, they yeah ask yo, you, that's
1: yeah. That, that's what i'm trying to get into it's it's <laughs> ironic it's like apple got caught red-handed uh you know um uh, like overseeing too much data into their customers and, and they even did some bullshit in the sense of like um they're kind of forcing you to update your phone or something or 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 no they're forcing you to get a new phone
0: so, yeah. your phone,
1: so your phone would run slower and it would get some bugs and whatever oh as you, my god as no, you i never
0: it. update my phone
1: <laughs> yeah that's why i don't know it's crazy but um and then facebook also was going through that they were taking too much information remember so now that it's so they're both trying to come out as if like hey no no we're we're for the people you have to allow access to cookies cookies is basically um what what tracks we do on on a website if you will um but yeah, long story short, a couple months ago was was way more tedious. You had to get literally a fucking GoDaddy website. You had to get your own domain. You had to uh, uh route it to some um to your landing page <laughs> unless if you if you didn't want to make a website because it was crazy via Cloudflare I think then route it back with your pixel to fucking Facebook ads. It was way more tedious. Now they updated it. There's there's none of that. You literally just hop it. You literally make a Facebook ads account. And I'm, I'm, Right now, I'm giving a huge gem. You literally just fucking make a Facebook ads account. Literally, it's,
0: the, it's just there. Yeah,
1: develop the campaign. What is it? Uh, campaign, um, ad type. I think it is or ad sets. Because the reason I get confused because I I also be on Google as well, like Google Ads, and oh, yeah, I think they yeah, call yeah. it ad groups over there. So Facebook calls it calls it uh ad sets. So it's campaign, ad sets, and the and the creative. That's all. You, that's all you need to do. Just f- go out through it, or should I say, go through it. And it's it's pretty just like simple selfish in the sense of how yeah. how it's set up. Yeah. Is there like
0: inventory. a is there kind of a um what's it? I'm gonna say pre- procedure. I was gonna say strategy <laughs> strategy to like, do you just run it? Do you just kind of target everyone or is there like you you do you specify who you target?
1: Hmm. That's a great question. Um I do a little bit of everything. Making it an ad that runs good. Well, making an ad that runs great is very feasible. Any anyone can do it. But the hard part is making an ad that runs good for a long time.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> the
1: optimization of yeah. it. Now, now now you're gonna have to get knit and gritty with, with the analytics of it. Which is not heavy analytics, but it's more of like age, demographic, um, culture, interests. Uh it gets it gets pretty tedious. I mean, it's not too crazy because Facebook has it in a way where you can just filter those things. You don't have to like export and put it on a fucking Excel file. I mean, you can if you want, yeah. But you don't have to. You kind of just see where it's performing best, where it's performing worse. Then you can remove that country from your plan, or your media plan, or mm-hmm. uh, campaign. Mm. But yeah, I mean, as far as just getting started, getting nit and gritty, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, gives you if you download the ads manager app on your cell phone I don't know why it sounds yeah, like I'm vouching for fucking sounds like I'm vouching for Facebook like I'm, I'm telling you to download i sponsored
0: by Facebook
1: <laughs> like I have a like I have a fucking promo code yo this is sponsored me freaking a-holes
0: so actually yeah um, I was gonna ask so how much do you reckon what is a good amount to spend daily because that's just something that you know, especially as independent artists, it's so hard and you're like, oh, no, my mm. money like daily just going out of your pocket. So, you know, obviously, but then there's the other side, you know, if you don't put enough, then is it even working? Is it even worth it? So what do you feel is is a good amount?
1: Damn it, Saina. You got me giving up my secrets to Brown.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, oh, it's me who wants to know. <laughs> It depends. I know it depends. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit of a vague question because it really depends on everything.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, yeah. it definitely <laughs> depends. Um, it depends whether you're marketing your release, your song, which you, which, which historically tends to have a lower conversion rate or click through rate. Because nobody knows who the hell you are. Not saying you exactly, but let's be honest, nobody knows who we are to that <laughs> yeah, extent. Yeah, no, that is true.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> don't take offense to it.
0: Because
1: <laughs> remember, marketing has has no no emotions, or should I say, they have no. Uh, what's what I'm looking for? Um, they have no sympathy for you. Yeah, you know, marketing yeah. has no sympathy for you. Uh, exactly. Each impression is how many times your ad was served on on a screen. And mind you, the people the people on, on the other side, <laughs> they have no regard for for you at all. They either like the ad or they don't. So yeah, it depends whether you're uh, marketing your own song, uh, your own playlist, which usually tends to have better conversion rate and click through rate.
0: Yeah, I guess because you're kind of giving. I mean, everyone wants a playlist, right? I don't know. Something. What is it? I guess it's just more songs in that. Whereas you're saying, "Listen to my song," it's like one singular song, and you're like, "Eh." Whatever. I mean,
1: it's it, it's also because um. Damn, MoBerry giving away secrets. Shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's also because you can put a famous artist at the top. Um, long story short. Oh my god, why am I doing this? But okay, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those listening, I'm gonna just say this. Um, because I know not many are gonna actually find this part of the recording. The, right, right now, we're on the 30 minute mark. Yeah, if you've got mark. this
0: far, then mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But if you found <laughs> this part right here, I'm basically just gonna say this. It's as simple as you um making a playlist adding 60s no, not 60 songs adding like 40 songs or less you know if you will because you have to leave some space for when you get to a certain level you can um artists are going to start paying you to be on it <laughs> uh, that's a whole different story within itself but um so once you click share when you click the share button and let's say you don't have a picture on your playlist right you don't have a picture on your playlist. you you, you just click share and, it ha- and the, the the four top songs are like a famous song now when you click now when you click share uh to your instagram story before posting it you can save it and you can use that as your creative because it's literally going to say the name of your playlist uh, that um how you own it and the fourth uh uh, cover arts of famous as artists on the front you can use that as your creative it works just as well as any other creative literally for those saying oh yeah wendy's making it look easy but it's not easy bro I don't have a creative team. Do you think I'm sit here? I'm, I mean, I tried the other way where I use my um, playlist picture as um, the creative. Not didn't do so good.
0: Really? Yeah. I guess because everyone's familiar, aren't they? And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like for
1: instance, if I put um, if I put uh, all black, okay, there's there's four there's four sides to it. Um, uh, like like when you click share of your of, when you click share on your playlist to uh, go to your Instagram stories, it shows the first four cover arts, the first four songs, right? Let's say you have uh, the new Drake album, you know with the Little Belly, yeah. Little Girls yeah, with the Bellies, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one. You have a, a Certified Lover Boy, and then um, the, on the second one you have All Blacked Out, which is uh, you know Kanye West's album Donda. Then on the third one you have Trap Soul, right? Every, everyone's familiar with uh, Bryson Slayer Trap Soul, right? It's one of the greatest albums for R and B. And on the fourth one you have I don't know Planet Her or um, The Weekend. I don't know. You know probably Planet Her. And then use that as your creative. You're bound to get a lot more click through than
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Then you know, posting your own cover art or some shit.
0: So how is the, How is the playlist going for you? Do you is it is it something that you are you know doing daily? Like you know, getting submissions.
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually um, have two playlists. I have Afrobeat vibes, which Yeah, Saina was on. I think you're still mm. on, or if no, I'll put you back yeah. on. Don't worry. <laughs> on the house because you're Thank cool you. and I like your music actually thanks like your song is actually one of the freaking better songs like i ever received
0: oh that's <laughs> nice to hear yeah i guess you get so many as well
1: yeah yeah and i'm and i'm being completely honest i'm not just trying to make you feel good <laughs> i'm literally <laughs> just being honest because i know a lot of people nowadays these you give compliments are just like oh
0: yeah thank you thank
1: you but bro like you really got some shit with the music you know what i'm saying thank so you. definitely keep going
0: i will I, um
1: keep yes. keep wh- whoever's honest with you and straightforward close and whoever's not, keep them far. Kind of just start developing this tight core. Because as you move up, it's, you know, it's going to get hectic. People trying to get in your core. Very true. So I have Afrobeat vibes, which self self-explanatory. It's Afrobeat. And I have Moonlight vibes, which is contemporary R&B, more modern R&B, more of that, you know, type of Che Ackaroo, more of that, like, Rice and Teller, a little bit of Drake, a little bit of, you know, that type of vibe. Um, wait, do you, do you know who Santino La Saint is?
0: Yeah, I went to one of his. Uh, he had a little. I don't know if it was an album launch or so. He had a little party thing I actually went to with a friend. Yeah, he's actually
1: my cousin. You know that, right?
0: No way. No, I'm
1: joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he makes the type of music that's on my playlist, so that's
0: okay. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And did you start that thinking? Like, did you think that you were gonna be doing playlisting and getting submissions from artists, or did you just kind of start it and then it started getting attraction?
1: I kind of just developed this side hustle where it's like your day I spend daily, so it's a daily spend on playlisting. Um I run two playlists, which they have their own uh their own spend allocated per day. Then I also have a third playlist I run for an artist now um initially getting getting into this music marketing i want to give a shout out to my bro chaita chaita he's the one who got me into the music marketing i was i was kind of um familiar with facebook ads fidgeting around with it but um one day i was submitting on submit to him to his playlist, uh which was back then it was called night vibes i think now it's like r&b vibes or r&b hits or something like that but uh, when I submitted to him, he reached out. And he's like, wow, you make pretty good music. You should feature. And then, we, was, you know, we started having some features. He's on Opal, which is his song, and I featured on it. And we have another song coming. So um, he kind of got me into that, uh, into the music marketing, uh, especially with the f- um, Facebook guys and playlisting. And then I kind of just took it and ran with it. I developed my own thing where it's just, you know, I just had a fond love for marketing. So, and analytics, yeah. so I was just like, let me just cool. get into this.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's take it away from the marketing and kind of take it back to your music. Do you have a manager or do you have anyone representing you? Um, or have you released even through any labels? I mean, I'm guessing no about the labels because of what you said earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah, my manager and label is just real kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. All right, so you're basically doing everything yourself. Yeah. Yeah, how's that? So like whenever
1: it's it's kind of tedious it's getting by i mean but hey i mean honestly if if you really love what you do and you're you're diligent and taking the time out of your day to understand the marketing pr- production and business side of things then anything can be done like it's not yeah, too tedious. like what yeah. like actually it's not even that that hard at all he should literally just make a district account and it, upso- it uploads it everywhere you it is so easy now
0: like we all have access like we all can do it so yeah um, yeah it's definitely something i mean maybe the 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 running ads might take a bit of time but like like everything mm-hmm. right so yeah yeah it's,
1: it's i feel like it's all about just getting your hands dirty getting in there Get, yeah. getting into the like the, the I think the we're all gritty. so
0: scared to start something new aren't we and and i guess i guess like you know you can't do everything can you but um
1: I actually disagree.
0: <laughs> well, well, well. I
1: do. I do a little bit of accounting, a little bit of a um, uh, budgeting uh, slash like. What about finance, producing? A little bit of pro- producing, a little <laughs> bit of marketing, a uh, a little bit of management, a little bit of uh, playlisting. Jack of all trades. I'm, I'm on SubmitHub, Grover. Um, okay. Something else. I forgot. <laughs> I also get submissions through Instagram and stuff, which is pretty amazing
0: yeah okay all um, right well i take that back you can do everything but my point was um sometimes like you know it's good to be really like spend a lot of time in one thing or not yeah, yeah no, not, not yeah, one yeah, thing yeah, maybe yeah. a few a couple things you know and then you know that you're gonna get those yeah. to the best you can I,
1: ironically enough ironically enough even though i sounded like i had an opposite view i definitely understand what you're saying in the sense of like sometimes you want to optimize for one skill you have like let's say you have a bunch of skills and then you practice all of them daily you're not going to excel at the rate you want to excel at if you're doing all of them but if you just focus on your rapping or singing and every day you're uh you know um diligent to it then obviously you're definitely gonna succeed
0: yeah yeah but then yeah like we said on the other side you can learn these things and you can like you I think it's a mistake for an artist just to just to write lyrics and sing like do you know what i mean like
1: yeah yeah it's not yeah, okay it's definitely. not
0: anything it's not bad you're not gonna yo fail. yo
1: and yo and mind you some artists even take it to the next level where it's like they have a bunch of writers i don't know if you look at credits uh for songs and stuff on i don't Spotify. actually
0: know
1: yeah <laughs> when you look at those things you see a bunch of he she's whatever the pronouns are and you don't know you don't know who wrote what or who wrote who and it's just confusing. It's literally like sometimes you think, does this artist that I love even write these words that she or he are saying, or is it just lies? Just someone else writing it and they're just showing them what to say. So sometimes they don't do nothing. They literally just get to pay the big bucks. The big bucks for the looks. Yeah,
0: very true. Very true. And I think I think the more that you know, the more power you have. I think power is knowledge. No, knowledge is power. (laughs) Um, Exactly. Because, you know, you can walk in there and say, no, actually, you know what, well, I want to change up that chord or no, actually, you know, I feel like the mix should be this certain way. Like, because if you can communicate and, and talk the language, you're only going to, you know, get what you want, really, more time. Um, otherwise, you kind of just get kind of just get brushed under the carpet and, you know, people can walk yeah, all imagine. over you.
1: No, that's definitely true. Definitely true. People take advantage when they see you don't know too much because mm-hmm. you don't know what's right or wrong, so you believe what they say is right. But imagine this. Imagine you're in a studio session, right? Um, I'm not sure how much you know about music theory, but let's say you don't know Snap about it. You don't know shit, let's say. Um, and Or no, 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 no. Let's say you do know a lot about it, but the engineers and your manager doesn't really know. So you're, so at a certain moment, you kind of start giving some tips. You're like, hey, as far as um the EQing, um for the verse uh for the verse track or should i say where where you're routing all the verses to um since that's where you focus more on the EQing um can you like uh take uh negative 200 um so i can have more of a thinner uh brighter Seller type of note to my vocals and also raise um the highs the 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 blue part that blue uh knob kind of raise that up um but a little sharply so it kind of gives that little uh, pop type of um, you know crispy tone of my voice you know and then you tell them hey also add some delay reverb which I see over here you can just raise that a little bit um, now imagine you're saying all of that you're just like holy shit or like or like you say hey this one verse can you drag it up an octave I don't know like you know I don't know some bullshit but talking about octaves and all these things like oh shit like you actually know what you're talking about yeah so. yeah
0: yeah definitely do you do any gigs do you perform live
1: I actually want to get into that soon. I just I'm kind of building a catalog. My my next song is um a song a lot of people a lot of people have been waiting for. Um, so I'm just trying to work on uh getting my vocals back to where they were
0: because okay. you
1: know I have a very deep voice and if I don't practice on my higher pitches yeah then they kind of leave you know.
0: And have you got plans and uh, information about this new song?
1: Yeah, I have some information. I mean, I guess um, I wish hmm, I wish there was a way to like. There is a way, but like Team Viewer or some shit where, like, maybe a different time I can uh, show my process of making music a little bit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'd be cool.
1: You know, kind of like the process of that song and show, like, the layering I did, the cuts of the beat, the mixing, the type of sound I'm going for, you know, the parallel compression, whatever it is, raising knobs, lowering, you know, kind of just because, you know, essentially all, all, all the mixing board is besides all the, you know, compressors and shit that you may have, the DLs, whatever. Um, the mixing board is just, there to kind of help you get a certain sound um and also levels between all the vocals all the vocal tracks and uh instruments or whatever you may have you know Mm because if you if the beat is made um how do you say like basically when you have all the stems to the beat um usually it's not on one track so then that's when the mixing board comes to help you get to like balance out the drums with the kicks and this and that. That's why a lot of artists, I don't know if you're like this as well, but you you should be if you're not. You should want the stems to kind of just let your engineer have full creative control as to what to do to the beat. See, music marketing is not just um, marketing itself. It's also um, utilizing Spotify for artists.
0: Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm pretty
1: sure a lot lot of artists already know about that. But the question is, um, do artists know how to create the right pitch to get picked up? Do artists know Do artists know little little tricks to get on um, release radar um, or Discover Weekly? You know, just little tips and tricks there. Like, honest to be honest, I'm not I'm not over here trying to toot my horn and all, but it's it's not like it's not like I've been on some huge playlist. But I found a slick way to get on editorials. I simply just um, featured with artists that were already on there, and then I got on there. So it's just like kind of just seeing what works. Analytics is um, can be vague sometimes. It doesn't have to be too granular you know you could literally be oh this artist is on here because she has a connection so if i you know like i did a song with um i did a song called feel with miss a, and i saw she i saw she was an amazing singer amazing songwriter and i really wanted to feature with her but i also saw from the marketing aspect i can use my marketing skills and for her she can probably uh, um get me on uh, or i could probably get picked up on one of the plays she's usually on for the afro beats and stuff I Think she was on uh tantalizers or something, which is pretty huge. So, you know, just little things like that. Just being analytical yeah, about yeah. you know, it can be simple analytics, just analytical about like how you're gonna maneuver with the music. Oh yeah, last thing oh my god, last thing I want to say. I <laughs> like I have to, honestly, I only said like freaking five percent, but okay. We're gonna um, have to do
0: a part two, aren't we? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Probably. Um, with a little bit of music theory and all that stuff. I mean today was today today was more about um dropping uh, some gems, opposed to um, like like talking about my music and you know just me 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 me. Yeah, It you
0: was know, it's yeah. more about like
1: helping. <laughs> How can you help the other person? I would highly recommend for artists to focus and optimize for one streaming platform, whether it's, uh, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, etc. Because you only have so much money, and you can't really build um, an audience, um, especially when you have a certain budget. You can't build an audience everywhere at the same time. Yeah. You know, it's either going to be like for me, I optimize for Spotify, but ironically enough, if something starts blowing up on Spotify organically, not organically, but like, well, it is organic, obviously, because real people, but in the sense of like, I'm using marketing too. like, I'm, I'm putting in people's faces, you know what I'm saying? So if something grows organically like that, right, then um, your, your YouTube naturally grows. Um, I've gotten notifications from, SWATO, from Apple Music talking about, hey, you got a bunch of shazams. This one song has hit a thousand streams here in this country. Like, it's crazy, and I don't even I don't even optimize for that. I don't even do any Apple ads if they have some. Like, I don't do none of that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So.
0: Cool. So let's wrap it up there. Um, let everyone know where they can find your music, your Instagram, wherever else.
1: Uh, okay. My music is just WMC w m c uh you can write my new song losing you type it on wherever you want to type it on i'm on all streaming platforms Mm -hmm. and instagram is one w m c so it's o n e one w m c pretty simple straightforward that's that's another thing artists should do just make sure your handle is very simple uh while still being a little different don't do the official don't do don't be like official saina oh my god i hate official
0: you know what's so annoying? Like, all the handles of Saina were gone. And I was just gutted. I was like, how oh, am I going to no do this? No handles? Oh, okay, okay. Your thing is gone. As it wasn't available. Sayina was gone. Saina Music. Saina, like, underscore Music was gone. Like, they were all gone. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> well, who is called Saina?"
1: Wait, so, so what is yours now? What is, I forgot what uh, is it's exactly? been
0: the same since I was... Since I started, to be honest, and it is Baby Zine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, see, see, Baby Zine. Yeah, that's kind of dope.
0: Yo, honestly,
1: honestly, <laughs> honestly, I thought I thought that was your your. Um, that's the
0: thing. Your Spotify. Thinks, oh my God, yeah, no, that's the thing. Uh, everyone thinks my name is Zine, and I'm like, oh, um, no, it's actually Saina, but. um guess we've rounded up so um i'm sure you have lots more to say and we can maybe save that for apart too um but thank you so much for being on the show and it's i look forward to hearing your next single
1: thank you so much i'll definitely send over uh some sneak peeks thank you so much for having me definitely Amazing. appreciate it
0: bye bye Make sure to go check out WMC's latest track, Both Ways, on all streaming platforms. And if you have an Afrobeat or R&B track, then make sure to go reach out to him on socials. As mentioned, I did drop my debut EP, Light and Dark, so also go check that out while you're on there.